The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey, everyone. Richard Blaze here uh, for Starving for attention, doing the opening by myself. Uh, actually, I'm with a couple of other thousand people. I'm on a celebrity cruise. The ship is called Summit, sailing from uh, New Jersey to Bermuda. And I am out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, quite honestly. And Jasmine is back in California uh, without me. So this episode is the Zach Pollock episode. Zach uh, is a chef of a number of restaurants in Los Angeles, Alimento, um, and Pizzeria Cosa. And uh, it was a really great episode. Zach is one of these chefs who's incredibly thoughtful, um, much more so than myself, because I'm here at sea. And guess what? Uh, it's Jasmine's birthday tomorrow. So do me a favor, uh, because obviously I'm a horrible husband and am on this work trip when her birthday is going to happen. Do me a favor, go over to at Jasmine Blaze on Instagram and give her a little birthday shout out. Um, I mean, I'm not, I've, I've arranged for presents and stuff like that. And we've already had some pie. Uh, and originally the plan was that Jasmine was going to meet me in Bermuda and we were going to spend uh, sort of a couple birthday days in the Caribbean. But um, as life has it, things didn't work out that way. And now I'm a crummy husband on this ship. Um, and I feel pretty awful about it. So um, happy birthday, Jasmine. I'm, I'm really sorry, quite honestly, as well. Uh, I wish I was there with you. Um, and I uh, hope that I get to spend the next, I don't know, uh, 70 birthdays um, with you and to never have to be apart from you on this day ever again. Uh, but, um, ah, man, I'm here in the Atlantic. Uh, she's in California. Zach Pollock is coming up. Uh, it was kind of a fun episode uh, back in the studio in Beverly Hills recording uh, this one and then what's going to happen next week, which is uh, Naisha Arrington from Native in Los Angeles as well. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Listen, you guys have also really been uh, tuning in. Uh, we, we, we jumped up on the charts this week. I'm not sure uh, if the algorithm changed or just a bunch of you uh, started telling your friends to listen to Starving for Attention, uh, but it really worked out. Um, we really appreciate the support. Every little review um, helps us. So go over to Apple Podcasts, uh, hit subscribe, uh, take two minutes if you can. I know everyone's super busy. Um, to give us a little bit of a shout out um, so that we can keep producing amazing uh, episodes. Food and Wine in Aspen, Colorado is coming up again, so you know we're going to get a bunch of episodes there. Uh, we're going to play around with a bunch of formats upcoming. Now I'm just giving you the sort of like uh, starving for attention update. I think we're going to do some midweek drops. Uh, Jasmine's been uh, working on some uh, incredible, uh, really quick and cool uh, recipes and sort of cooking tips and hacks that I think we're going to try and drop in the middle of the week. Uh, I might call them two minutes out, as in like the proverbial, uh, how long to get the steak ready, chef? And then the chefs in the kitchen always say two minutes, even though it's never really two minutes. Um, I wonder why they say two minutes. I'm always curious about that. They never say one minute. It's always two minutes. They never say three or four, four minutes. And I think two minutes just happens to be like the uh, correct amount of reasonable time that it might take for uh, uh, a cook in a restaurant to get a dish out. Um, but look for maybe some of those midweek drops uh, and maybe we'll do some more tour stuff. Problem is, you know, when we go on tour, a, a lot of our, our stuff is similar to what we've already dropped. So uh, we got to get some new material up so we can drop some uh, new live stuff for you. Uh, upcoming stuff as well. For me, I do a horrible job of letting everyone know where either Starving for Attention will be or where I'll be performing. Uh, of course, everyone, you can find us 
when we're at home in San Diego at Juniper and Ivy and Crack Shack. Those are restaurants. Um, upcoming, we're doing this pop-up in L.A. So you can get my cuisine at Art Cubed, which is going to be in Hollywood. Come over to the Starving for Attention or the Richard Blaze Instagram page, and uh, we can get you the information on where the Art Cubed pop-up is going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a month-long menu where you get to see the art of Greg Ito, who is just an outstanding um, artist, and we took a lot of uh, visual cues and maybe even some emotional cues from Greg and sort of designed this uh, uh, tasting menu, this four or five course tasting menu around uh, Greg's art. That's going to be a lot of fun. Where am I? I'm, I'm leaving here from Bermuda, flying right to Fresno for a show, uh, and I will get up on the uh, Richard Blaze um, stories on Instagram if you don't follow those and drop uh, a couple of cities where we, we will be soon. We're in and out of New York. Uh, but a very uh, busy sort of tour schedule here upcoming for uh, the late spring and early summer. A lot of you also are like, hey, you're in a city and you don't tell me that you're there. And, you know, one of the things that sucks about it is that a lot of these shows are, are private or, or semi-private. So I really am trying to work incredibly hard at designing a proper sort of tour theater schedule um, so if you know any um, you know, smaller theaters that could house sort of uh, a stand-up cooking uh, show, which is something that I think I've coined, by the way. An article was just written um, today, actually, someone sent to me, where someone came to one of my shows and said, yeah, Richard Blaze does stand-up cooking. It's sort of a mix between you know, a cooking demonstration and stand-up comedy, um, which is kind of tough because I don't know if I'm ready yet to um, – even say the word um, comedian because I don't think that's necessarily correct, especially since I just went to a comedy show on this cruise ship yesterday and the comedian just killed it. Um, so I'm not quite ready for that. Maybe humorist, chef who tells a couple of jokes. I don't know. Uh, but we do need to do a better job of uh, getting out there and being able to uh, do our live show or even record some podcasts in front of some live audiences. So if you know a theater that wants to do something like that or you know a, a, an organization or a corporation that wants to uh, book some talent, uh, let us know. That's one way to get us out there. Uh, I'm rambling because um, – and I'm also talking so that I don't get sick. The boat has really started to uh, – sway back and forth here uh, and I have not quite gotten my sea legs which, which is makes me kind of glad that Jasmine's not here because we've only done one other cruise and I remember for most of it she was uh, pretty sick so she probably wouldn't even be having fun if she was here uh, but although I'm, I'm having uh, fun performing I do wish I was with you Jasmine hey everyone uh, if you're looking to buy a car you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP you might even know what it stands for but what does it really mean the same goes for invoice list price and dealer price it's enough to confuse anybody all you're really looking for is a price that actually means something so introducing true price from true car now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want including fees and accessories before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Uh, but without further ado, everyone get ready. This is the Zach Pollock episode. Enjoy. You're listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Zach Pollock. Yes, sir. What's going on, dude? Just, you know, living the life. Uh, so where did, you, where did you come in from today? Uh, Silver Lake. Silver Lake. Live in Silver Lake. The restaurants are at Silver Lake Echo Park. So. Is it still, um, again, we, when we walked in, you were like, how was the drive up from San Diego? And we went through this whole, like... A little bit of San Diego, Los Angeles, mild rivalry. I think that was in your head. It was in my head. <laughs> totally, it was in my head. <laughs> it's that inferiority. But you were asking about um, uh-huh. the, the San Diegans in my head. <laughs> totally. It is. No, it definitely is. <laughs> totally. I feel like that's to everybody. A, I mean, to San Francisco, LA. I, well, I, mean, I do have it for everybody. Oh, yeah. well, we can get into that actually. Sure. I, I feel. I do feel like there is this thing with San Diego where it's like the, it is the third city, 
if if even yeah. of yeah. California, yeah. right? You were like, right. Wait, yeah. are you just calculating? Well, like, like Santa Barbara. Like, one, two. Yeah. Does Santa Barbara and, count? And the capital, I guess, Sacramento, maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what you were you were making the calculation of whether or not Sacramento. I have a is, tough time counting the three. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. counting the three. But you were also like Sacramento or San Diego. <laughs> actually, no, I've never. Um, I don't know if Sacramento would actually. But be I do there. feel like there's like the, a little bit of a. Uh, and and it's kind of necessary, like a chip that as a San Diegan you have to have on your shoulder mm. a little bit. Mm. Are you from there? No, I'm a New Yorker. Right. But I just have seen it, so I'm aware of it. So I it's see. the same thing like New York, New Jersey, right? Mm. Like, oh, if you live in New Jersey. Gosh, it's not that bad. I, yeah. I mean, what it, no, but like pre- if you live in New Jersey, if you live in parts of New Jersey that are like near Manhattan, it's all the same. Like it doesn't really matter. Like geographically, it's kind of all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. like it's, there's just something about being a New Yorker. Right, I think that, or maybe it's because I am a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you see what's happening here is I'm doing it uh, reversed. Right, but even you, like when people are like, "Oh yeah, Manhattan," and then you have to say no. Long no, Island. then I have Long to say Island. I'm from Strong Island. So uh-huh. like, then we don't even say people Long just Island. Continue we to have to develop, yeah. like right, right. So I, I do feel like there's these weird, or even we lived in Atlanta for a while. Same uh-huh. thing right. with like, like if you're from Atlanta, but if you're from Alabama, uh-huh. it's a totally different thing. But really, is it? It's not really. I mean, it's it's kind I mean, of. I mean, how insane. far? Um, my You're like amazed right now. How I mean, far I, from Alabama? From Alabama is Atlanta. What? Is, so it's about two hours. Okay, well, straight a, west to like I don't uh, know, like two and a half hours to Birmingham, something like that. Hmm. But there, I, it's just mental, I guess. What I'm saying It's like yeah. these geographical rivalries, and San Diego and LA do have these. Oh yeah, hmm. I think. Bit, yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, but you don't have. But it. I, this well, is I, don't, all... I don't know if it's a rival or in, in, like an inferiority complex. Uh, San Diego is just like a little. I don't. I don't have it at all. I mean, like, I guess the biggest distinction like that I encounter in my life is well in the context of this conversation of yes <laughs> is, uh, is probably an east side west side of Los Angeles sort of thing no that's it okay right. so now you identify as well I'm, okay so I'm like I'm the, I'm the halfling so that's I was what I'm saying. Grown, grown, grew up in, <laughs> in Westwood but uh, uh, I live now and both my businesses are in, in Silver Lake and Echo Park so right so that's the east side definitely yeah and I, so I actually vastly prefer it I didn't even really love LA growing up um, I was kind of lukewarm about it, especially like there's, and even even now when I come like here we are we're in Beverly Hills when I come out uh, west I find that even like the way people drive on the streets is different than, right. than they do like further east like they're just much more obviously the cars are a lot nicer over here but also they as a result or as a symptom of those nicer cars they tend to like drive more aggressively definitely we almost yeah. died like yeah. ten minutes ago say, did, just you, to be did clear. you get cut off by a Tesla because. I, first of all, it was an all. It was a. It was, it was a four-way always. stop. It was no, not no. an all-way stop. It was uh-huh. a two-way. But I was. Stop. This is gonna. I say I'm gonna put myself in the in the, <laughs> it, literally in the car seat of all the people you're talking about. Uh-huh. So I'm on the phone with my manager. Uh-huh. With, on, <laughs> on, on on Bluetooth or whatever. I'm, I yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm like being a good driver, uh-huh. but I am talking to my manager and like I'm, this is four-way stop. I think it's four-way stop. It's not. And this Mercedes Benz almost T-bones Ooh. my Tesla, Shit. and this is the exact conversation you're talking about. <laughs> this is a West and Side conversation. And I'm like, damn! But I yeah. thought my car was in auto- autonomous driving. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't. No, you didn't. And we almost—I didn't think it was. I, that was me just wanting to brag about the I fact see. that I have a car That's that can cool. drive itself, which is kind of kind of fun. So now you identify a little bit more east east side. Do you, Definitely, yeah, east yeah, side. Yeah. Is it like don't, don't you? Isn't it like that? Isn't there a call for it, or is that West Side? You know, West, West Side. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I guess well, a little ice I mean, cubey. Isn't it a, like a necessity <laughs> for quality of life in LA to live and work in a very that would close be, proximity? That, I mean, if, I, if you can. Well, so I, I would, mm, if I'm if I'm being honest, I would say yes. On the other hand, my wife works. Uh, in Playa Vista and commutes from Oof. Silver Lake, so Oof. for the purpose of is that even Oof. LA? That's my question that it comes is, up. It is city of LA. I yeah. know it is, yeah. but it, it gets into that whole thing. Like, does it? It does. I guess. Like, I mean, it's just, a big city. It's yeah. just a big. It's just a huge city. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's. Wow. But that's kind of disconnected over there, isn't it? Too. I feel like it is kind of like uh, it, a little bit. I mean, but like Silver Lake's also fairly disconnected from the rest yeah. of the city. It's like it's yeah. not. You know, one like even geographically, all the city, all the streets, kind of like like fan out when they hit Silver Lake because like, right. the topography gets a little bit sort mm. of undulating. You're the first guest to drop topography Thank you. in a conversation, I, um, which I appreciate. Hopefully it'll be the first of many, <laughs> many words I can drop yes. here today. Uh, but also it's like it's kind of insulated because to the just to the west of it, you have like Thai Town. You have like not like areas particularly known for like, I don't know, gentrified culture, if we can, if we can say that here mm. without being too um, 
Uh, you can do whatever con- you want on this podcast. I want to go to Thailand. The ratings are not that big that you can't do whatever you want. Okay, you can just like yeah, fantastic. whatever. Great. I mean, you know, I mean, Disney's one of the sponsors, but political, that, I'll get yeah. super yeah. political. Go where you want. Um, no, but versus like when you move for the West, you have like Hollywood flows into West Hollywood, flows into Beverly Hills, flows into like West LA. You said Beverly Hills with a minor eye roll. I just want to like, <laughs> for people who can't see us, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's but much more like contiguous over here versus then you have like this kind of blop where there's like not a whole lot of there's a lot of stuff going on but it's not like in the mainstream of when people talk about like oh like what are the best restaurants you're going to go to unless of course you're talking about thai food right or, or maybe korean food oh there you go yeah well yes. talk i want to hear about thai town mm-hmm. so you've been to thailand have you i went uh, with my wife on our honeymoon about a year ago okay i feel like and you so, knew that jasmine well we were we were doing a deep dive on instagram on the yeah. ride uh, we, we so did i saw some I intense saw, stalking I'm hardcore sure I saw some on the stuff. two and a half hour drive up basically i see yeah, that's, that's it's not too you know, intense yeah just two and a half hours on uh-huh. your Instagram page. But, awesome. But uh, Thai Town, how does it, I mean, uh, it's does it hold up pretty well? I think so, Too yeah. Well, I mean, authentically. Authentically, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's like when I went to Thailand for the first time, uh, it definitely didn't feel nearly as like foreign an experience, probably because I'd had a lot of Thai food in yeah. the last few years here in L.A. Um, I, I, I take out from there a good amount. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Food-wise, yeah. but nothing prepares you for scooter traffic. <laughs> No, until you get to Southeast Asia, correct? Like nothing definitely. prepares you for being except maybe except maybe by an having, army of scooters. Having driven in Naples, Ooh, that, that's oh, pretty bad. That's that actually, a, I think, worse. That's a different that's kind of segue. It's it's bad, <laughs> right? It's really bad. Oh, I think it's worse. than So Italian uh, Vespa drivers, scooter drivers. It's, it's not it's, Italian, Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Yeah. 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 So you're really, really, you're really getting in there, right? Yeah. There. So what is that? What is it? It's just uh, like, so like it'll be a red light, and then someone's just going to decide. You know what? There's not a <laughs> not car coming, yeah. or maybe there is, but like red lights probably optional. make it across before he hits me. So I'm going to go for it. Yeah, oh, red wow. lights optional. Uh, people driving on the wrong sides of the road. It's crazy. It's yeah. like, wow. I mean, and you think like, you know, it's a train wa- ride from like Tuscany where everything's like very civilized and there's a lot of like Renaissance art and architecture and Chianti. <laughs> and then like you take a train down and you're like in a totally different country. Right. You're like, you know what's going to get me there faster? Hopping this curb. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, right. let's go. Right? That's exactly on the right. Yeah, no, that's, seriously. Yeah, riding on the sidewalk. Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere. And like this was, I mean, in Thailand, it was like you can jump on someone's bike right, as a sort of like a taxi scooter or whatever right. they call it. And then like they'll just be like, okay, we're going to just hit the sidewalk here. I'm yeah. going the wrong way down the street. And, and like, they'll like people sit- are throwing their babies in the bushes and seriously. like it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it gets, it like gets cross legged. On the back, like three to a scooter on like a little Vespa thing, but it's not even a Vespa. It's like right, a- and with like also like while they're eating lunch, yeah, <laughs> like with that sort of just like ah, it's right. like I'm just okay. gonna eat my lunch right here in the back mm-hmm. of this scooter. It kind of works. Uh, you know, we, we usually Zach, we usually um, do some games at the end of the podcast. Okay, but I was thinking if you wanted to play, we're gonna we're gonna uh, switch it up since right. we're already just some- talking about scooters. Since, yeah, since we like, haven't really talked gonna, anything about your work, about anything being real, a chef, yeah. which by the way, just so you know, is kind of the theme of our podcast. Is oh, like is that we, right? We like to bring in culinary people and not really talk about food. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's so. always an it, yeah, right? Exactly. We yeah. do though. We talk so we're so serious about our craft that like who wants to listen to like some serious Speak chefs yourself. talk? Oh, there you go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so this one we're calling because um, appropriately, your name is Zach mm. Pollock. Uh, we're calling this Zach Attack. Oh. Zach attack, air horns. I was gonna say, can we get a? Uh, Jeff a is new. Effect? Jeff is new. Although I feel like we've. Although we've, he jumped right in with the air horns last he week. Did. So he did. He dropped that go. air horn. Um, he knows. So this one's Zach attack, and obviously you're the first person to play this because you're also right. the first Zach that we've had on the Fantastic. podcast. So there's three answers for every question, and the answers have to be Zach Pollock mm. yourself, okay, Zach Galifianakis, okay, <laughs> or Zach Efron, okay. Right, you know these people, Familiar right? with all of them? <laughs> okay, fairly. basically. Fairly. Because we did have this conversation on the way up. Like, I don't know. Like, he's a serious – like, you're – by the way, I admire the shit out of you. I mean, you're Thank just you. like the real deal. Like, you're every – you know, one of the chefs are like, I want to be like you oh, sort of thing. Oh, come on now. And I'm like, he might not have seen a movie. He might be <laughs> it's so – It's very possible. Right. Like, he might just be possible. so into his craft and his art that, like, right. he just has – he travels all the way. Like, he, he might not know. So those are the questions. Here we go. So you got to uh, choose which, which Zach would be more appropriate okay. for the following tasks. Um, here we go. We're going to... Oh, gonna... so these are hypotheticals. These are not these facts. Are, yeah, no. these are... I see. You don't have these to know are... anything about them okay. specifically Got it. Got it. in Ex- character. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to start one with, I think you have some experience here. Skiing the Italian Alps. I would, Zach Pollock. Nice. Zach yeah. like with authority, like a yeah. dunk. Like the, the, the rim is... I mean, it's like one shaking. of my favorite places in the world. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. The food, the, the... I mean, the wine's great, but... 
the food, the the I'm like a big mountain guy, big snow guy. So okay. having that, the the landscape up there is just kind of breathtaking. Did you know the first time you were in that region that that was just like that's your calling? Sort it of was thing? the first time I was there was 2008 with a friend of mine, and uh, it was just like this. The jaw just drops. There's no, there's no pulling it back up. It's so staggeringly beautiful, especially with the Dolomites, which are just these like super jagged, really, like they look like dragon teeth. Or it's, wow. it's absolutely stunning. Wow, Cla- cla- like intermingled with clouds and trees. It also makes food. me think. Have you seen dragons? Like because like if they look like dragon teeth, you mean like <clears throat> what people think dragon? That's teeth right. Like, okay. I guess that's right. I you know I watch Game of Thrones. Yes, okay, nice. Good for, oh, we could have went with some throne stuff. Next time. Nice, okay, so that's skiing. You're going to jump in. You're going to do the skiing. You don't want someone to, to sub in for Get you. Get some Jägermeister slope side. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you got you to stay straight, though, that's after right. a, couple, a couple of those. Uh, all right, this one is going to be penalty kicks okay. against Italian superstar goalie Buffon. I'm going to definitely go with uh, Efron on that one. <laughs> Efron? Yeah. Okay, now is this based off of just... Have you seen his just, body? Yeah. But we were having this conversation <laughs> we on the were. way up. First of all... Uh, I think Zac Efron is Jasmine's hall pass. Uh, Just to get oh, yeah. that. In. Yes. Uh, or yeah. one of, let's be clear. One of her hall one passes. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm a good husband. Uh-huh. I don't care. Right. Like, I mean, whatever makes her happy. Husbands like, that, that don't care are a good husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, I well. care more about her happiness. Mm-hmm. Then, nice then, right, don't you? Right? So Zac Efron giving, yeah. is Jasmine Blaze's one of her hall passes. Okay. Although I think um, he's a little too muscly now. Hmm. I prefer him. Has more he like been the, getting jacked? I don't know what. I prefer him more like the rom com Zac Efron, like a little leaner. I hope he's listening to this. Yeah. Well, he, we we have we're we're one degree away, so we're gonna we're gonna try and work on that cool. connection. But you, but my question coming up here was, it's he has great abs. Does that translate to being a great penalty? I kick? think so. I think if you think there's a lot of flex going on in the stomach when you have to like draw that whole leg up, leg, you know? Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, Zach Efron makes sense. He's going to kick the penalty kicks against Buffon, and we just threw an Italian goalie out there for him. <laughs> Perfect. Like it could have been any goalie in the world, uh, but we decided to take probably the most iconic Italian goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, making Alimento the movie, right? Am I, I'm pronouncing Alimento correct, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So they're gonna we're gonna make it into a movie. Okay. And like someone has to play Zach Pollock. Right. Is it going to be Zach Pollock? I think it should be Galifianakis. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. So, like, we're going to so have we're to. Going dark so, humor. Is, I like he, it. is you're clean shaven at the moment? Is, I am. Are we going? Is, is, I, I mean, can't this... really grow a beard, so better to just kind of knock it down than to like have this fuzzy thing on. Got face. it. But so Galifianakis is going to play you, right? So right. now, go do we? Shaven. I mean, it's probably easily two I'm million dollars. I'm just thinking about ratings because I'll beer. probably have like some royalties or some ownership of the of the movie That's if it's true. based on my story. Ooh, so a Galifianakis is definitely going to sell it better. Yeah, than, Ooh, nice. Certainly than I would. The and, long and even term, better than the long term run with Galifianakis in the in the mm-hmm. lead. I like um, it. He's looking at residual checks. Right. Who, wh- it's totally sidebar here, but who would then have to be the the the, the most secondary character? Who would have to be the supporting? It has actor? to be another Zach. No, like, oh, okay. Gosh, like Alimento the movie, really obviously you're a big part of that movie. <laughs> right. Who would be another key player in that movie if it was such a thing? It's it all would, you, Zach, it isn't would, it? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking that, uh, you know, it's a rotating door of people that oh, helped me go. along the way. Um, no pressure. And we don't I mean, have, the most consistent one would probably be my wife. So, there you go. You know. yeah. Okay. Who, who's, who, who's, uh, Zach is not going to play her. Who, 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 no. who would play your, your wife's name? Allie. Allie. So who's going to play Allie? Uh, like, I'll jump in. Like, I know that, like, Jennifer Garner is going to play Jasmine Blaze right, at some point. Right, In Starving for Attention, the movie. Okay, got it. Uh, which is just going to be hours of footage straight from this studio. Yeah. That's, 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 that's Riveting. It's going to be riveting. Jennifer yeah. Garner and I don't know. You should have Leo? Zach Galifianakis play. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll get. <laughs> we'll have... Did you say Leo? I said Leo. Although Leo? most people think if, if there's any sort of, like, like Leo and there's, like, uh, paparazzi shots of him from, like... Where he's on like a ta- an Italian beach somewhere, right? He, yeah, like, all, like, with, like, with like, dad like when yeah. he's like gaining a little weight for right. like a specific role. Yeah. Although maybe Jim, a lot of people say Jim Brewer for me, like old Goat Boy mm. from mm. SNL. Mm. I get Jim Brewer it's a little comedy. bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I had to cast myself, I'd, I'd go with Leo. So who's playing? Who's, no, who's play playing Allie? Yeah. I don't know. So who's who's really beautiful? Yeah, there you go. See, there you go. Yeah, That's all right. Good. There you go. The the the, the just we'll the, the, the actor, of the time. actor who's yeah. yes on 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 trend. Okay, so here we go. Um, those were penalty kicks. That was Alimento the movie. Now we're gonna go in with probably my favorite one: uh, smuggling white truffles <laughs> across the Italian border. Which Zach is gonna be appropriate for this? Uh, Pollock. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sounded Definitely. like he's done it before. Yeah, because yeah. first. Throw that out there. Obviously, o- only in most of the characters he plays, Galifianakis is getting caught. Exactly. Yes. Right? No, so, like, the exactly truffles right. aren't going to make it. Right. Like, it'll be hilarious. Mm-hmm. It'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the truffles aren't yeah. going right. to make it. Right. Um, and you kind of say that, like, maybe, I don't know. I think like, I look, like, very buttoned up. You know, yeah, like, true. oh, yeah. he wouldn't do he something like that. But you, then you do. You could, beneath the surface. You could kind of come off. I think suitcase you're, of Culatello. Yes. <laughs> right. You could come off just very, like, random business traveler. Mm-hmm. Right. What were you doing? Skiing the Alps. Exactly. Yeah. I've don't done look that in this, on right. a number of occasions. Don't look yeah. in the suitcase. <laughs> right. Have you ever... Um, I mean, I have. Not, I'm not saying internationally or anything illegal here, but have you ever had a, a fresh truffle on an airplane? I have. Have you nice. packed it yourself? I actually – so I, I like befriended the steward on one of these uh, on one flight back once. Right. And I, I asked him. I was like, look at this. I have this truffle here. From, I was just in Alba. Can you like put it in your little onboard refrigerator? Oh. And this is still like post, you know, like – Right, sure. Like, 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 you don't know what's yeah. going to happen. You yeah. could have possibly just. And he's like, "Well, well, like I, I'd really." He he took a liking to me. I really <laughs> like shouldn't. It's against protocol, but for you, sure. And so he took my truffle and put it in their little onboard fridge, oh. and then returned it to me at the end of the flight. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty did, nice. did, Was this a um, uh, sort of like? Did you have a little container with some rice in it as well, or no? This is just like. <sighs> I, don't, I think was it was it just wrapped in wrapped towel. Tissue, just, yeah. Okay, got it. You're just like, whatever we have to do to get this thing happening. <laughs> right. I did for a while, for a couple of flights, for some reason I did this event and I had a, like a really awesome black truffle in my mm. pocket and I just rolled with it as like if it was my boy for like a couple like of entourage. trips. Yeah. Right, like it was on your entourage. And I would pull it out. I, I would be on like a, you know, uh, a flight and they'd give me like omelets. I have no problem with uh, powdered you, eggs, by the way. Okay. It's just a chef thing comes up. Sure. Do, you, do you eat on planes? Uh, when you're not, I like, do. I mean, and obviously you're. you're I don't get you're, the eggs though. You're flying. <laughs> you go cereal and yogurt instead of like yeah, the, the omelet. I probably would. Oh, I don't you're know. So healthy. But that's I, I don't, I don't think that's shape. healthy. Your <laughs> veins are popping through your your bicep. I do, right? I you do are, have big you're, veins. Yeah, you're 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 in it. <laughs> um, and you're you're health, You're more of an oatmeal. And, I definitely am. A, yeah. I go. I don't care. I go uh-huh. like you go for the hot. I go omelet. What if it's like sandwich or like stew? Ooh, that's the hardest. Sandwich or stew? Yeah. What, what, like, where are we flying from that they're serving <laughs> stew? Like, this is like, obviously... Maybe it's British Airways or <laughs> right, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. It's a some pie. lamb yeah. stew. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like this is where I think have some, having some chef credit helps out a little bit. Because, like, a stew might be more flavorful because right. it's, like, had time to, like, marry all uh-huh. the flavors together. It was probably made off-site somewhere. Sure, and, probably. And it's, it's probably <laughs> better than... Probably yeah. not made on, on the airplane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's slowly. Good point, Zach. Yeah. Hold on. Let me check with the chef. Is there any stew left back there? Um, yeah, what you're going... What are you going to go? Oh, like, sandwich. Yeah. Ooh. I love those little... Especially on British Airways, they have the little, like, tea sandwiches. Oh, nice. And it's, like, mostly white bread with the crusts cut off, stuffed with, like, a single slice of ham and mayonnaise. Yeah. Or, like, a little egg salad. I nice. By the way, like, you're just a lot classier than I. I've been flying a lot of Southwest lately. Oh, yeah? Bad timing to, like, timing. mention yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. But, like... The I actually and then I started to like it. Like I usually fly Delta. You're like gaming the system. But then I'm like, oh well, Southwest. It's like, yeah, I'm like one yeah. of the people, man. Like sure. we sit wherever we want, and like there's a community your, aspect. You drive of your it. Tesla to the airport. <laughs> good point. Good point. Well played. But like I've I've been flying Southwest, and their food service is really amazing because it's really just like. One of the stewards just goes to like Costco right before the flight starts, <laughs> and they're like, "I got a box of granola bars," and uh-huh. they just start like passing just, them out. And every flight, no I swear, is just a different box of like random, yes. like you know, giant, close to expired giant things. Giant right. Probably. How interesting! And it's like, here's some nuts. Here's a granola bar. Right. Like one day it was an lots. apple. Like yeah. it's just like kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah I, like um, but I don't do the Our sandwiches. Kids loved Southwest because of that. Because it was like giant bins of granola bars and uh-huh. Fritos. Right, and it's always different. I'm like kind of curious. On one flight, it was only Fritos. I'm like, what kind of world do you want all these people eating? Fr- like a, a whole pl- plane of people opening bags of Fritos. Right. It smelled horrible. Although horrible. Fritos, are you have have you com- you have not competed on any of these silly shows. No. Like you're much, you have much more integrity than that. <laughs> but like, if you ever are, are like competing on a show, this is for all of our listeners because I know a lot of them are on these shows. Like, and you need salt, but like the challenge is like, and you can't have salt. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> Just crush up some Fritos. For, yeah, there's yeah. more salinity in a bag of Fritos it's than like, in a box it's of like, salt. Uh, if you ever like. Uh, you can basically like spread polenta thin and fry it. It's basically it becomes a Frito. Right. Yeah. Really? Oh. Well, First a, of all, mind-blowing stuff. <laughs> Hold on a that's going to be in our new segment. We're working on this thing called Two Minutes Out, where uh-huh. we're actually – and Jeff is for hearing about this for the first time live <laughs> – where I want to do midweek drops where it's called Two Minutes Out. Because like the proverbial when you're in a restaurant and you like you ask one of your chefs, how long? Two minutes. Right. Don't you – they all say two minutes. Right. It's never really two minutes. No. Sometimes it's five. Right. It's never less than two. Right. <laughs> 
but it's always where do you think that, like I don't know this is totally just like chef to chef now where did, where does that come from I don't know it's like maybe it's like is it one, a t- one minute is like maybe more <laughs> like you can like count it more easily whereas two is just when it kind of starts to become like a little vape more vague yeah like yeah. the woman is like so he's gonna yeah. know I'm lying yeah right right there's like only two answers plating or two minutes uh-huh. right or I fucked up chef like uh-huh. there's like there's no in between. Um, we got sideways. Okay, last back to Zach Attack. <laughs> oh, all right. We're still in this game. Last question. Last question of Zach Attack. Um, pie eating contest. Hmm. Wait. Yeah. There's a twist. Okay. Pizza pie eating contest. Ah. Zach Pollock, uh. Zach Galifianakis, or Zach Efron. I'm gonna go with Galifianakis. Ooh. I just I think Ooh. he would get down. It's a good call. Better. I think he would. He would. He would. Not your. I thought you might go with yourself on this one because I, I thought I should, but you know? I don't know if I would. Okay. Mm. We should hopefully. I would like to actually recreate that one. We should have all three Zachs. <laughs> okay. I'm Show gonna up. work. I'm Listen, in. this podcast is shooting up the charts. Yep. I mean, sometimes we're even in the top fifty. Sometimes. We could get. We got to get all the Zacks. Yeah. And when I say top fifty, I mean top fifty of the arts category. I was going to say fifty of what, like radio yeah, yeah, shows? like it's a very specific radio show. And if you broke it Richard. into food yeah. podcasts, top ten, uh-huh. top ten. There's only like seventeen or eighteen podcasts. <laughs> hey everyone, uh, this is kind of a special uh, one for me because this is all about Portland. That's right, Portland, Oregon, one of my favorite places in the world. Jasmine knows this. Uh, and, of course, food is what Portland, of course, to me, being a chef, is is really all about. Portland's long been known as the sort of like the first place where this, you know, the farm-to-table movement really started. Uh, innovative dining, food carts. Um, I mean, there's just blocks and blocks of food carts. I've actually pitched a show about just doing like a competition show in Portland with food carts. Um, it's just they just line them up all all up and down a, a couple of blocks there. It's kind of amazing. Uh, acclaimed craft beer, uh, stellar coffee. It's hard uh, to not eat local in Portland, and uh, it's harder even more to uh, resist some of the acclaimed restaurants and the staggering array of uh, food choices. Portland's selection of 600 plus food carts. Man, it's drawn global acclaim. Most carts are grouped in pods all around town, like I was saying. Uh, it makes it really, really easy to sample several at a time. Some of the most popular food carts for me, um, Portland Mercado. Yeah, it's a dining destination. It's also a hub of Latino culture and local entrepreneurship. Nongs uh, with downtown as well as a brick-and-mortar spot in the southeast. Uh, they do Thai food there, and it's really uh, perfect. They boil whole chickens in broths, they saute awesome rice dishes, uh, and they mix it together with special sauces, and they serve this meal in like a butcher block wrap. Nong's also has two brick-and-mortar locations, like I was mentioning. Listen, everyone, visit TravelPortland.com to start planning your trip. You can in Portland. And by the way, I want to uh, do that, like right now. I want to go to Portland. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. Uh, look out. The Lady Gang podcast is hitting you up every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One. Join Becca Tobin, Jane Vanak, and Kelty Knight. Talk to amazing guests like Destiny's Child's Michelle Williams and Bachelor Nation's Corrine Olympios. Then answer your burning questions with Lady Gang quickies. Download the Lady Gang podcast at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. And hey, remember uh, to rate and review not only their show, uh, but maybe ours, Starving for Attention. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. You have a new pizzeria. Ish. I do. New-ish. Ish, yeah. yeah. What, what's that all about? Uh, Obviously pizza. It's about pizza, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. No, we opened uh, uh, actually almost a year ago. Um, a year ago, May. And we'd make just, I think, really, we try to like execute sort of nostalgic Italian slash Italian-American classics with all the technique that we would do any dish at like Elemento. Right. So everything from, like, we have pepperoni pizza, but, like, obviously, you know, there's a lot of care that goes into both the sourcing, which is super important. Right. Uh, and, like, the fermentation of the dough, the cooking of it, all that. Uh, egg pie parm, meatballs, but, again, like, every step trying to put the most care into the sourcing and the technique to make it, like, the best version of itself that we can. Right. I heard that you were on... Yeah, the mozzarella sticks, right? A mission so the, for, like... We, when we did, a you know, a little research, like... There was probably, oh my gosh, I can't even, six, eight, 12 articles about um, the, the, the perfecting the mozzarella yeah. stick. Now, was that like a, was that like a PR publicity No, thing? it was. Or, or did you really like. I think we, we ended up getting, I mean, we, we, we didn't, we perfected it 
but not more than we perfected anything per- else. Anything right. else. Yeah. It's but just like, it's a it's Jonathan a good headline. Gold loved the mozzarella sticks. I think yeah. they said they were the best he's ever had. Right. So wow. As soon as like he dropped that down, how many yeah. everyone mozzarella, else picked how it many up. mozzarella sticks is Jonathan Gold? I bet that's he's a good question. I bet he's had some though. I mean, in his life, but yes. like recently, I mean, the guy, you know, world-renowned uh, traveler writer. You're saying it's not really expert. a compliment. No. He hasn't had <laughs> yes. many mozzarella sticks. I know. Sticks. <laughs> we're chopping it down there, bud. No. I mean, anytime he says something is great. But so I'm curious with that whole process. Do you struggle? Because like you're like I feel like authenticity and like having authentic food is something that's really important to you. Did you – when here, even when you said it, you're like, well, it's like Italian, like mm-hmm. traditional food, but also it's Italian-American. And right. I know that those two worlds don't always sort of come together. Well, I guess authentic is the question. Like authentic what? Like authentically I, – I love like authentic Italian food and I worked out there in Italy for a while to sort of understand it as best I possibly could before I started making it. Um, but – well, there are rules in Italy. You might, I mean, even right. for, again, a lot of our listeners are just starting, like, mm-hmm. in the industry. Like, maybe you could explain that, that the fact that, like, to make a uh, a pizza that's, like, can be called authentic in Italy requires certain ingredients and techniques. But, right? again, authentic what? Authentic Neapolitan? Right. right. Authentic, yeah, yeah. Authentic, authentic pizza. Authentic Neapolitan. You know? Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of somewhat arbitrary rules, honestly, about, like, you know, where the uh, mozzarella comes from, where the tomatoes come from. But... Uh, you know, it, like there's a guy in Copenhagen because that's where all the modern things are happening these days, right? <laughs> nice. And uh, who's making pizza, Neapolitan pizza, but using but only out of nettles. Yes, only out of, <laughs> only out of nettles like and it. wheat that he yeah. grows in his basement. Right, right. Uh, but who's who's making who, who can be certified Neapolitan because he's making things from more local ingredients, even if they are the same ingredients like tomatoes, mm. but they're not from the slopes of Mount Vesuvius. So right, but, but so he can. You're saying silly, he is. Though. You're saying yeah. he can, is or can't be considered. Authentic Neapolitan. I think it makes the whole argument of what is authentic kind of moot because, Mm. like, because you're not importing a tomato halfway around the world, right? You can't be considered Neapolitan. You can be considered authentic, right? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm I'm the least authentic. Like the food, the the food at (laughs) Elemento is not even. uh, I mean, there's a lot of at some uh, you know some of the steps are like very informed by traditions, but very few. To none, maybe one or two of the dishes are actually traditional Italian dishes. Right. That's that's kind of that's nuts to me. Yeah. So like the, so then this your your place does like both like mozzarella sticks again with some of these more sort of traditional techniques. Um, has the menu w- which side of that puzzle do people lean more towards? Is it a pepperoni pizza and mozzarella sticks sort of like at at like Cosa? sales leaders? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think the like the best selling dishes there are the ones that people have like a strong memory of or or connotation of. So yeah, the mozz sticks, the chopped Caesar salads, the margarita pizza. Uh, we have some other dishes that are still sort of uh, based heavily on tradition, like bracciol. Uh, we had clams oregonata at one point, which sold so poorly that they are long gone why oh, yeah so, well because that bothers me so as a long island boy uh-huh. like clams are like my that's my soul food. we do have we have clam steam clams okay got it right. with white wine and, and the classic right you know? okay but we had these like stuffed clams baked on the half shell they were really nice that's my like, literally yeah, that's, that's like my favorite dish like, Damn. like there's just something I love about that. Yeah. Even with the – because I grew up – like one of my first food experiences was that dish basically with like the fake lemon in like yeah. a plastic bottle that looks like a lemon. Oh, Because yeah. like, you know, I, a humble upbringing. So right. Like, which is horrible. I know. Like just buy a real lemon. But <laughs> right. in like I guess the early 80s or whatever, uh-huh. like my mom Not was as... buying the plastic lemon. Uh-huh. Like, so like it's just something that's in my head. Uh-huh. Uh, but I love that. Like it's so You don't have simple. Italian in your blood, do you? You know what? It's, it's an issue. Um Meaning no, that you don't okay. I don't. Yeah, right. Right. You don't. And you, like now officially, it, right? Like yeah. I, we've done the DNA. Yeah, done the DNA. We've done all the okay. deep dive DNA. Nope. Have you done any of that sort of stuff? I have not. And like I was hoping, like I was like, come on, come uh-huh. on, because I'm adopted on one side of my family, so I don't really know. Uh-huh. So I'm like, come on, come on, come up, Italy. Right. No dice. Nothing. Damn. Nothing. Like I'm, I'm, um, yeah. you know, Scandinavian and British, yeah. mostly yeah. British. Yeah, mostly Northern European. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah. I'm basic, basically, is what I'm saying. But I'm a native New Yorker. So I grew up with all of right. what I felt like was like these Italian-American sort of like friends and traditions and mm-hmm. like the, the, the pizza shop that perhaps like is, is giving you some inspiration for mozzarella sticks sure. and pepperoni pizza. Like we all grew up with that. Right. Um, I think – yeah, I think there was a f- 
one of my early Little League teams was like a Frank's Pizzeria. That was like, and I Sponsored loved it. By? Our team sucked so bad, but like we'd get like pizza at uh-huh. the end of it. Um, sponsored by I don't even know how that I'm, works. Like yeah, when you're in Little League, by, like you know, you yeah. the name on the back. Oh. Be like we're the Tigers, yeah. sponsored by like I was Frank's not into sports pizza. as a kid, so <laughs> no way. Not even like so, not even like, uh, my my parents tried to get me to play soccer, and I was like, everyone was going after the ball, and one day and on one side, then I was just like playing with flowers in the dandelions growing out of the grass. Yeah. Was it was it a straight like? Did it go from like nope, I don't like sports, I like cooking, or were there some other? Right, did little you start moments? cooking with no, the dandelions? No, there was, or there was a, no, definitely not. There was definitely a. Uh, a break there in between. So arts? Did you did you did you uh, do theater or science? I didn't do or? theater. I I did like uh, hunker up and and study a lot and try and do well and go to college and do that whole thing and then ultimately uh, chose a you know less perhaps academic path. Favorite favorite subject in high school then? Uh, Continuing on that sort of theme, like if you had to go I back, I loved and- math and I loved English. Oh, hmm. nice. No Both one sides. loves math, Zach. I love that's, that's not true. That's I not true. I wish I loved math. Lots of people love math. And English, of course. So, <laughs> yeah. and I said in the English and and writing, like you were writing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I loved writing. Nice. And then did, did, I, did I read that you went to school for architecture? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Did you finish that degree? Like, it's a pretty, I did. Yeah. It's, it's a, a long one. It's not a, well, so it's a, it's an undergrad architecture degree. Okay. So, Got like, it. it's not, I can, I can practice. I can yeah. walk, you know, quit the restaurants and become an architect. <laughs> I'd have to go back to school. Yeah. But I think it like shaves off a year or something okay. from postgrad architecture yeah. programs. Did, did the architecture um, knowledge come in? Does that come into play being, it's a, funny. being a chef? I think tour? that I mean, like, not in the obvious ways that people think of, like you know, composing plates or like, like physically, uh, you know, designing how something is going to. Yeah, I think fit on that that sort of moment died with like Alfred Portale. We were like, <laughs> he went to architecture right. school. Right. Look, he made a salad that's three right. stories high. Right. Right. Uh, but I do think that there's a lot of commonality between architecture and food or cooking, and that's mostly that they're both things that are uh, deeply creative or can be deeply creative, mm-hmm. but also must satisfy a very Ooh. basic purpose. Yeah. So, right. Like, like the building like, can't fall down. The building can't fall yeah. down. It has to give shelter, right? It right. has to give shelter yeah. and, be, and be structurally sound. Yeah, exactly. Food has to be, you know, should be nutritious and and has to be delicious. And whereas, like, if I were to, like, take up a more creative uh, trade, like painting or sculpture or something, I think there's – it's so unbounded that I would have trouble. I need, like, those boundaries to, like, guide my creativity because I'm not creative enough to just kind of blew mm. it all out without without boundaries. Did the um, the architecture, I'm, I'm assuming, then led to some, like, world travels because you travel exactly. a lot. Uh, I, I, not, not as much in the past few years, even though, yeah, like this past, I did go to Italy about a month ago for the first time in four years. Uh, and then a, a year ago, my wife and I took our honeymoon, but, um, the, I, I st- ended up studying architecture in Italy. I was studying Renaissance yeah. arch- art and architecture. And that's where I kind of had this shift, really fell in love with the way Italians, not just Italian food, but the way Italians, you know, approach food, the way it, it weaves its way into every aspect of daily life there and the wine scene and all that. So so I'm like, in my mind, you're in a plaza. You're like, right. got a little espresso. Piazza. Sketch, a, a piazza. Maybe. Piazza, yeah. Okay. You're in a piazza. Thank you. Sure. And like, you know, you're, you're sketching some architecture stuff and you're just like, no, like it's it's more about like this. This is what I. That's how it would happen in the, okay. in, in, the movie. in the movie, in the Zach Galifianakis movie, exactly. right? right? Clean shaven. Yeah, he's Zach got, Galifianakis. He's got a scarf on. Right. Right. Yeah. We paid the two million dollars for him to shave his beard. We uh-huh. did it yeah. because it's going to be yeah. a great movie, right? But that's not how it happened. No, okay. it, it more happened like I'd be you know in classes and museums by day, and then at night I'd go out and or or I'd have a break in the middle of the day and go to the Central Market and just be really overwhelmed by. The way, again, not just the food, which was overwhelming and, 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 and wonderful, but the way people would interact with that food, the way the old ladies would, you know, order the same things and just take them home, the way the people selling them would, like, have so much. And, yeah, there's obviously an element of, like, salesmanship, and Italians are generally, like, very good salesmen. Right. Um, but the way that they would sell their products, the way they would argue for their products was really compelling as well. Yeah, there was always, and that's why I've always really been. I've wanted to be Italian. Like I've, this is documented. Like I've said this, uh, you know, not only today out loud, but on television. It's a good shows. thing for your wife that you're not, because. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> well, wait, Ital- wait, 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 Italian wait. men have a reputation. Oh, let's just, okay, let's just put that's it that true. way. Yeah. There we go. I've, I've kissed an Italian man before, Fabio. 
Yeah. I'm saying he's a friend of mine. You know, like the Italian, you know, like a European, I don't think you know. that's what Zach was saying. But no, okay. I know. Take but it your own way there, I was just saying that, like, <laughs> believe it, it or not, way. I might know about the reputation of Italian right. men as well. I see. Uh, I still don't think that's uh, but I've always, I think what you're saying is what, what I've always loved about um, Italian cuisine is that the fluidity of it. Mm. It's just like – it does. It just comes – everything just comes it, off It's natural. very like intuitive, right? It's yeah. intuitive cooking, yeah. But that's not necessarily how like French right. cuisine is. It's, it's, it's true. It's, it, there are some cuisines that like have that. I think Mexican food, there's a lot of like intuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, French – and I have so little experience with French, so I, I may be wrong about this. But yeah, I would agree that like French food tends to be a little bit more um, – not – it doesn't flow as naturally from like – from the fingers when you're right. making it. it. It becomes more about, like, you know, the, obviously the process is very important. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes a lot with, like, French cuisine, it, it is the process that's even sometimes more important than, like... Than, than the ingredients. Where, like, I feel like, generally speaking, of course, and that's, that's actually not true because a lot of French food is like that country French food. But right. it's like, right, oh, exactly. I just, all I want to do is make you happy. Here's a bowl of delicious mm-hmm. food. Ah, and I'm not going to... Who cares about squeeze bottles and things like... Like, I think a lot of it also just comes into the presentation of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never... I mean, although there are a lot of modern Italian chefs sure. now really throwing down but like like what else do you need to do with a bowl of beautiful agnolote or whatever right. it is except just put it in the bowl right, right? I mean you're uh, where are you on the whole squeeze bottles and tweezers and uh, uh, I like tweezers for a lot of things not so much for not as much for plating but they are really useful so we use tweezers in the kitchen uh, in both kitchens even even the even the pizzeria so you are you you're at you're more, if you had to be in only one camp, are you more like super refined offset tweezer chef or are you clicking big tongs sort of <laughs> chef? <laughs> I mean, there's a time for big tongs. I, 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 I am right in the middle. I was going to yeah. say because you probably you have multiple restaurants. How two. many? Two, well, restaurants. two and a, two and a But also, like, one is probably a little bit more of a, yeah, right. Here's some tongs. But, like, even like we played the chicken wings that we tossed with like our Calabrian chili buffalo sauce. At Coso, yeah. we played them with tweezers, not not like not the offset tiny ones, right? But they just, the reptile like, feeders. They lay down Wait, just so much more cleanly. The reptile feeders. The, the reptile. Quick feeders. little, quick little like tip from, for anyone listening: you could buy, you can go on like these fancy websites and buy like uh, uh, uh. surgical. Oh tweezers yes, yeah, exactly. No, for, like, so thirty right. bucks, right? Right. Yeah. But I know what you're talking about. Or so. you can go to like Petco <laughs> right. and get like a, a, a lizard yeah. feeder for like nine right. bucks. Right. But it's also this big. Right. And like that's always that's a good good hack right there. I actually, hack. so I when I was in Italy, what this was in 2014, right before I opened Alimento, I went. There's a store in Bolzano that has like a bunch of great kitchenwares, and I bought these. I bought a few tweezers, and including one of these that was really long. Uh, and at one day, you know, after, after the restaurant had opened, I, they were there that night. The next morning, they were gone forever. And my sous chef ended up like a year later buying because I'd been missing them for a year. Buying, she saw she saw them somewhere right. and bought them, and they were at a at like a like a, a pet store. Yeah, wow. yeah, no, it's, yeah, a, it's an amazing crazy. hack. Yeah. Like, I love finding inspiration in other places yeah. like that. Um, and then you got to also have you know you're probably doing some other business in there. Like I was probably buying crickets for our pet snake or something. No, no, yeah, snake, snake doesn't eat crickets. First of all. We have a new pet snake. Uh, uh, it's an albino corn snake. Yep. Cool. Uh, named Vanilla Cream. Mm. Our kids named it. Yeah. So. so it, are, are the kids responsible for the acquisition of the snake in the first place? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. They're the, they're the inspiration behind it. Yeah. Our sure. youngest Neither is... of us are like big snake people. Seemed, yeah. yeah. Seemed, it, it didn't seem so. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> threw it the other day by accident because I was feeding it and I, it was in You're my hand. And I was just, You're a little you know, Like it's still it. a snake. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not quite, you know, mm. like I had to feed it. I was home alone and like they eat, my, they eat baby mice okay. basically. And I had to feed him three. He's a hungry snake. Oh. And like yeah, it's got a little scary. Yeah. And like I didn't kind of tell you, but like I was like, eh, like you know when like I uh, already just, knew. Right. I mean, you already knew. You barely touch it. But ever, here's a so. total sidebar. But this has been the whole podcast. Is <laughs> I'm a big runner. You're a runner uh-huh. as well. Yeah. And I've been running a lot of canyons lately, so I like you know getting off the trail, basically because you know like people see me on the streets and they're right. like yelling shit at me, like yeah. look what nitrogen dude. And no, <laughs> actually, no one knows who I am. I just don't want people to see me running slow. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but so I'm running in the canyons, and I've seen four rattlesnakes oh, in the shit. last two runs. Wow, yeah. that's scary. I think it's because I have a pet snake now. Mm, I think it's like some Aquaman calling, shit. They're, they're just them. like, woo, this dude's got a pet snake, man. Reveal yourself. <laughs> and like they come out of the shrubs. I, I would be pretty careful. No, I'm careful. <laughs> okay. But like I also walked up to one, you know, like a five foot, like a five foot rattler. Scary. Maybe four foot. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. Everyone exaggerates. Either way. Um, <laughs> Still so venomous. it was a three yeah. foot rattlesnake. Yes. <laughs> and I come up and I was like, but they just kind of come out and show you their tail a little bit, which means I just feel like they're like, what's up? Okay. 
What's up, dog? We get you. Like, you, just, you know, good, just, good, just, you know, bring some safe. of them, bring stay some of them mice in the canyon. Yeah. I will be. I, I Facebooked one the other day. You Facebooked a rattlesnake? A, a rattlesnake? Facebook like, video. Oh, oh I'm sorry. sorry. There you go. You I use you, like, the right lingo. There. Just to prove, because I also feel like people don't believe me. You're like, you don't see uh-huh. rattlesnakes. Like, yes, I do. I do. Absolutely. Um, yeah, anyway. A lot. There's a lot around us. Where were we going with this before I got off oh, on our, our pet? pet? Uh, oh, the tweezers. You were in tweezer land. I think also remind me of that question, Jasmine, because I feel like that's a really great. Different, like, oh. yeah, like tongs or tweezers because the tongs, too. Like, you know, the guy, like, you know, like the yeah. line dog grill right. cook, yeah, yeah, sure. He's just sitting there with his tweezers. Right. I could tell Step Jeff's up. smiling, like, Jeff might have had some restaurant experience at some uh-huh. point, and he's just like clicking the, tw- like, right. clicking well, the tongs. Yeah. What was like, that? That, uh, was, a, bad uh, pet that pee. was a meme. Remember that meme? Was like, it? Like, I dare you to pick up these these tongs without going click, click. It probably them. was like a true cook's sort of It's sort almost of thing. impossible. Segue from there, where are you on? Okay, Zach Pollock and food. The digital food world and how it is just mm-hmm. so exposed and like you know you're talking about like bloggers so I mean like people with just you know I mean uh, millions of followers mm-hmm. just putting up pictures of like their lunch and uh, mm-hmm. I won't mention his name but the guy that puts the salt on I'm not allowed to say his name on the show anymore Salt Bay thank you for doing that because <laughs> I've been banned I've because I, I mention him in every episode uh-huh. and people are like <laughs> sending like letters are. now yeah, like hey we get are. it you like them okay. but like. Um, but like, you know, these – and a lot of kids, you probably see them – well, you probably don't hire them. You're probably a good – better judge of character. I, I, I mean we're probably in the same – competing for the same labor pool, which means we'll hire right, so, just about anyone. But right, yeah. they come in and like, you know, they're they, – that's what they want. Like their real goal is to get a million followers on Instagram. Oh, really? Not, not, yeah, those, those – you know what? That might be – you might attract those people more than I do just because yeah. you're well-known. Yeah. And I'm no, not man, exactly. I hope that's not the case. I, uh, I guess the question yeah. is like where – you know. Where are you on Instagram and food? Like, uh, I mean, how do you feel? Like, is it or social doing, media? Is it doing to push, it, to push, to push yeah, against it would would probably be like fairly fatal because it's it's yeah. pointless. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so you you know yeah like do we uh, you want the food to look good when the person's eating it, but also on 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 the iPhone that they're taking a picture of of it with? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's, right. it's important. Um, were were you ever the um, before like social media was a thing? And you're you're younger than me, but like, were you ever like a no pictures of my food in the restaurant? Definitely sort of? not. No, that's because that mean, would go against I think also being Italian, like having well, Italian, like the it's fluidity just, of it. Like th- we already have like some controversial things that we do at Alimento. Like we have a water charge that we have given like seventy five thousand dollars to our local reservoir to the Silver Lake Reservoir oh, for like that's awesome. Okay, from the. The proceeds from which, yeah, from yeah. The sale. So, what's controversial about well, that? because well, people don't want to pay for water, exactly. right? Because they've been given free water their whole life, right? But it and, is a and, resource. It, and it is like you know, it's like the chilled, chilled, filtered, right. sparkling, yeah. whatever. Um, and we also have a kitchen tip line, which I probably shouldn't talk about on this <laughs> <laughs> on this radio show because right. it's, it is also uh, controversial. controversial yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, to, th- there's you know, at the end of the day, is the customer always right? No, but like, are you gonna? dictate the experience that you want them to have right. versus right. just wanting them to have a good experience that that might be different for them than it would be for you i just want them to have a good time you know exactly well you're uh, uh, that's why you're a good restaurateur and that's why you're it's that's why it is the hospitality industry like yeah. i mean right. it, and those days are like i mean honestly the like the the shouty chef days without even going any further sure like they are done like yeah. what are you gonna do like i mean i know we talk because well, we have kids too out. about like yeah. the families that are in my restaurant at 5 p.m. and like you know two of the kids are on their iPads. Why? Fine, that's great. Like mm-hmm. if they're ordering the the food and well, you're giving a scowl, I, well, you're scowling I, at me. Jasmine. I highly disagree with that, but that's fine. Well, you're mean, but you're, you're disagreeing you're with it from the perspective of being a parent. No, uh, no, no. To no. learn how to be in a restaurant. Oh no, as a kid. No. no? Oh. oh well, yeah. I guess it's for both. I mean, I just feel like if like I feel like we're losing the art of dining out, and like if people are on their phone, but that's or not their his kids job are on. As, as not his job at all. Oh no, no, right. never, never. This is a parent job of right. like, hey, just let your kids learn how to eat out and order from the server. Right, not from the business watch side. Watch the watch the show. You know, like that's going on. The, instead of, yeah, kids yeah. aren't learning how to enjoy themselves in a restaurant or like right. or have a restaurant experience because this is for my parenting podcast though. yeah this is this for is your parent. this is the here. spin-off jeff just so you can mark this mock uh, i think it kind of worked but like what are so what are what are what are you, you have a lot of kids coming into Ale- elemento in silver lake or? uh we have uh, some coming into elemento we, we right. get a lot at at the, Cosa, yeah. what yeah. are kids in silver lake doing nowadays are they on the ipad because i think like is it is there still the am i Am I, I late to the, the game kitchen, so with I the like? Don't see. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what they do. The hipster like Silver Lake thing. Like, did you see it happen? Has the restaurant been open long enough, or like, did you? Alameda's just... been open four years, and right. I think that like, so I mean, it was Silver in the Lake, middle of sort of it already. It was being already known as, like, happening, a... but there wasn't. It, it wasn't at quite at the level. Certainly not at the level it is now. There weren't a whole lot of places to eat. 
Give me a, mm-hmm. give me a couple things that are so incredibly Silver Lake guest related <laughs> that no one else really would like. Hmm. Like for me as someone who's just grinding it out and you know the sea not, city not, of San Diego. Maybe not even guest related. Maybe just like so, things that are just I mean, so Silver Lake. Like, like, like I'll go back to like the kids. Like I'm thinking like kids that are in your restaurant in Silver Lake. They're not playing on iPads. They're they're like rolling jacks. That's uh, probably because they're like no, hipsters. No, no, no. No, okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're playing on their iPads. I think. They're like you know what's cool? Jacks. We're bringing them back. Kids in Silver Lake are yeah. rolling jacks. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> they're probably on Twitch, right? Like that's, like they're, yeah, they're streaming. Yeah. I don't even they're streaming on Twitch. Oh, you don't know what Twitch is? Dude, this is what I'm. I've, this is my new salt based sort it of is. obsession. So Twitch is for gamers, for okay. kids who play video games. You, no, I'm guessing you don't have any, any time for video games. I'm, no. um, okay, right. Well, anyway, it's where kids basically are just like filming themselves playing video games, or it was launched as a gaming sort of like live stream. So you could watch me play a video game, watch like, and then you your could comment to me, or just like literally watch. You'd watch you. my face screen. and the game I'm playing. Split, so like split, split screen. screen, yeah, split screen. And then you could also, if you wanted to, why is that interesting? You could also God, give me some money, right? You could also just give me wow, some money right, right there, just clickling, and I'd be like, uh, you would come across my stream, and I'd be like, yo, what's up, Zach Pollock? Thanks Damn. for the five dollar donation. <laughs> I'm about to go blast this zombie, and that's Twitch. It's wow. crazy. It's and it's hot. Like and, and I mean, you, someone just did a million viewers with Drake, like over like whatever, like six hundred to seven hundred thousand viewers to watch one video game with crazy. Drake and Ninja is this guy's I think Twitch handle name, and it's crazy, right? Yeah. Guess what? Huh. I just opened up my Twitch account. I haven't done any content on it yet, but it's gonna happen. I think there's a food angle in there. Okay. Like so to like, watch people eat? To, well, 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 one, that's mukbang. Have, yeah. Do you know what mukbang nope. is? This is amazing. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I want to go hang out with you now. Like this, <laughs> I mean, always before, like eat your food and hang out. But now I just want to like talk about like – so mukbang is uh, basically in, in sort of I think Korea but definitely Asia is where it sort of like became popular. It's direct to camera. I eat a bowl of Zach Pollock's famous pasta dish. Huh. And I, you just watch me eat it and slurp with noodles. This, with this microphone. And the basically. microphone's super loud. Yeah. I think it's ASMR is what it's called. And it's yeah. a stimulant for some people. Huh. Like it's a, yeah. it relaxes people. To or watch someone them. and like hear them chewing. Yeah, yeah. And like massive chewing right. noises so and like, crunch noises and things like that. Hashtag that mukbang. gross. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. I think she, there's two kinds of, of camps you introduced in this it one. to me. Yeah. I did because I'm into it. Huh. <laughs> it's, I guess it's a little fetish at this point. It, is. it sounds. But there are people on Instagram. I mean, same thing. Like Instagram accounts with millions and millions and millions of followers. Right. And, and it's just like, oh, it. here it is. This one person. Yeah, and I'm like, eating wontons. Here. I'm crunching fried chicken. Yeah. I'm slurping noodles. But yeah. it's like it's freaky. You hear like the swallows. Yeah. Oh yeah. You hear everything. You hear. That's gross. Yeah. Okay. So you're not. So we're not going to do the Zach Pollock, Richard Blaze, Mukbang mashup because I was thinking maybe Jeff, we could do some video. Also, of like some extras for those who want to play, and just start doing some mukbang. That would be oh, really, really amazing. Gross. So, kids in Silver Lake, getting get back to that, oh, or sure. or, your, or Silver Lake diners. They they're complaining I mean, about I the think, water charge. I think, I think they're just like the rest of us. There you right? go. Yeah. You guys see, like you're a good business person. Like I, I didn't think I was going to get you to really get it. <laughs> like, did you have to like? Are you do you allow little winter caps in the summertime for guests in the restaurant? I don't know why no, I'm trying no, to make Silver Lake jokes right now. We actually take we, we force people to take them off. You do? No, of no. course not. <laughs> You have to take your beanie off. Uh, Riley, our, our, our old although oldest. although we did have a we did have to lay down the law with a, an employee that had a, a man bun and he no longer has that man bun. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, because and this is a hair in your food sort of thing, or no, this is front of house, or this is just a silver legs done it's with just, man buns. It just can't you just happen. like it, the trend has moved just on. So. Happen, yeah. There you go. That's that's tough. That's a tough conversation <laughs> to have. Well, actually. because if it's a man bun, it's up and out of his way, right? Like it's not I, like hanging I, in people's food. Right, it's definitely not. <laughs> you were just like it's off trend. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, that's where that's that's the most silver like thing that we've shark. we've yeah. talked about from your restaurant. It's just like that's how, like listen, in 2014, dude. Right. That was really cool. It was fine. But now at this point, you it, know what? You could do that in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't yeah, do that. Going strong. Down there. What's uh? So what's the growth strategy for you now that you have multiple locations and like well, you're you said, so well you said regarded? Two and a quarter. Well, I I opened Soto in uh, 2011. Okay, actually, got it. Like less than a mile from here. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm still on paper involved, but oh, okay, not, not right. really in the day. I have a couple got of those. It. Yeah. It's tough uh-huh. to kind of this like really hard. when someone says, "Oh, I was just at Soto," right? And then what do you tell them? Like right. you want them to have a good experience, right, exactly. But you also want them to go to Almanta. Well, if they're so far though, it's like yeah, right. it, no no one that's going to one is really going to the other, not okay. on a regular basis. Anyways. Because of yeah. just traffic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's nice. Far. So what are the uh, uh, other global expansion plans? Do you want to mm. – uh, Right now I'm just kind of focused on – no, not really. I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not 
the the long game right now is to make sure that the short game is as successful as it can be, and then worry about other things later. I mean, oh. you know, I keep my eyes open. Obviously, if there's some great space or great opportunity that becomes available, I'm not gonna just blind myself to it for the sake of, you know, only focusing on what's right in front of me. But as far as like my energy is spent on a daily basis. It's really to make these two restaurants as successful as I can. Right. So if you had the opportunity to open another restaurant and someone just said, hey, here's this space. We can mm-hmm. tailor it to whatever you want. Are you opening another Alimento or are you opening another Cosa? Depends, depends where. If it's – like Cosa is definitely more of a, scal- a scalable model. Right. Um, Alimento is – requires a lot more like of my subjectivity, you know? Yeah. Um, but but it, it could – so probably won't open another Elemento. Yeah. I, but it could also be another concept. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you met at Cosa, you said it's more scalable, which mm-hmm. is really where I'm getting. But you, I know you enough to know that you didn't build it for scalability, correct? Or did you? Oh, wait. It, or did you? <laughs> it's not – it, it can go either way. So it's, I definitely thought about the you – know, left the door open and the door is still open to – Scaling it and building it and doing it in other locations, uh, but it's not requisite for the concept. It's Got not, it. You know, it's not a requisite. It's definitely something that I've been aware of, though. Yeah, and I find that as long as there aren't like really strong, like finance, like business people that are in those early like scale conversations, mm-hmm. that that's okay. That is mm-hmm. like because because as a chef, you're going to make something that's delicious, right? And you can figure out the scalability issues. Exactly. But from my sort of consulting experience, the problem is when you have like some really big business minds and they're like, yeah. nope, we can't use that flower. I'm like, well, no, no, like really <laughs> this is going to lead to the growth. Stores. Trust right. me, yeah. we need these ingredients or we need this em- right. these employees or we need this service model, whatever it is. Yeah. That I, I think that's a problem with like, are, right. do you feel yeah. like there's too many concepts right now? And I say that as a sort of concept there's guy. There's too many restaurants right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. just a lot of restaurants um, and they're opening and closing faster than mm. they used to, certainly. So what's the secret to, because uh, you got the secret Recipe there. Oof, there's no secret. I but I mean, mean, listen, once you get even past, right. well, past a year, I mean, definitely once you're past two years, you're kind of Right. I mean, I, 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 sometimes I, I, like when I take a step back, I'm, I'm kind of stunned that Alimento is still busy and still open even because it's Yeah, just, but it's just because it's so delicious. Well, dude. but it's just yeah. this tiny little thing in like a corner of Silver Lake and, you know, yeah, I love the food and I stand behind the food 100%, but also like it's just such a fickle business that you see, uh, you know, places right and left just closing constantly so we had one of our i had one of my favorite meals there ever awesome mm-hmm. and and it was yeah. uh, the food obviously delicious but it was also just something about like all the things we're talking about like you don't feel like you're in like the, the place that's here only to be super trendy or right. has this architecture element to just be buzzworthy mm-hmm. like you just know you're in you feel like you're in someone's home like oh, and i think we all try to say Thank that yeah. right but we i mean we all say it no, no, I want it to just be like my home. Look, there's a sofa, right. and like, you can see the kitchen. And, like, you know, our, like, our banquets are actually church views that I bought off eBay. But, nice. <laughs> right. um, but it right. was really amazing. It was also fun because we had one of Jasmine's friends um, got had a breakup meal there. That, that was our meal there. Uh, so it was a really delicious food, as this other couple after. was. Yeah, but they were breaking up sort of during the meal. And I was no. like, don't break up over the pasta course. Just like, <laughs> can you just yeah, hang on a little bit? Save for the budino. Right, exactly. Save for the budino. Exactly. Like, wait till we get out. Like, like, you know, pay the water charge. Stop arguing <laughs> and save it for the Budino. Zach Pollock, you're amazing, dude. Thank you so much for coming oh, down pleasure. and hanging out with us. At the end of the show, we like to do something called 86th. It's 86th. So one thing uh, that Zach Pollock wants to 86th, and it can be something – don't say Caesar salad because a lot of people have said it. That's <laughs> like the only, Salt Bay, It's a top. I it's a top. Caesar salad. Good. Me too. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. But a few people Every have said Every time that. someone says it, it's like a little down. I don't know yeah. why you would ever say that. Exactly. So the, the most popular answers to this, just I don't know uh-huh. how, how many episodes you've listened to. The most popular answers are Caesar salad and Trump. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. But, but I'm just – you know, so the, anything Two else would be really different original. Things. I was so going to say, very, one of those is obvious and one of those is just Although Trump definitely likes Caesar salad. Let's not – like I don't even know, but I'm going to guess – I don't think, know. He seems, like a, ra- he seems like a ranch kind of guy to me. Oh, oh, yeah. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Which we do, <laughs> have, we, do have, we do have ranch at Cosine. It's I, really I love ranch. It's my favorite ranch. I have nice. no problem with ranch. I don't say ranch. that lightly. I was gonna, so what really do you – I have no problem with ranch, but I don't have a problem with fast food either for him. That's true. I'm that's like, true. You know. What are you serving ranch dressing with at Cosa? Pizza. 
And wings. Oh, no, sorry. The wings come with the the blue sauce. Some Italian grandmother, though, just like turned over, clutched her pearls, whatever the other. (laughs) Like ranch dressing. Uh That's good. Oh, my God. That's that's how you get it, though. That's how you're like, yeah, yeah, this is what this place is all about. Cold pizza and ranch dressing. Yeah, or like the crust. Yeah, the crust. Know? Yeah, Ooh. definitely. Oh, can I reveal something to you? That's in, before you answer your 86 questions. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm embarrassed, but like we're friends. You should be. I don't eat the crust on my pizza. Well, you will when you have our ranch with it. Yeah. Nice. There See, it is. There you go. Good. There you go. First good, of all. Good, good line. That's, yeah. And like that's what, when I, we were thinking about the pizza eating contest, I was like, I don't know. Like the rules would have to specify no crust. And I would challenge anyone to a pizza eating contest. No, but you got to eat the crust in you a pizza eat eating contest. Probably if it's that's a contest. That's the hard part. It's like right. not eating the bun in a hot dog eating contest. You right. Have to, you have to eat the bread part, you know. Oh, man. I guess you're right. All right, Zach Pollock. 86. <laughs> 86. So other than Yelp. Of course, right? Oh, that's <laughs> been another big also, one. Yeah, that's there, Yelp is probably a hot number three in the list. Yeah, I would say, I, I, I'm surprised it's not number think, one. Yeah. Right, there you go. Uh, Caesar salad's made some enemies, so. Gosh, that's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, you know what? If Donald Trump had a Caesar salad <laughs> and, and a Yelp review, Yelp. yeah, that, that would be the ultimate 86th <laughs> item for starving for attention. I would love to read a Yelp review written by Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All caps. All caps. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. There, there's mentions of nuclear war in there. Yeah, there's a threat. There's all there's a misspelling like there would be so many fun things <laughs> that could happen. For, we, he would we definitely could, misspell Caesar. First of all, sure. li- first of all, you need to hit us up on the Starving for Pod Instagram and just do give us a a, a, a your Trump Yelp review. I think that would be fun for our for, to, to source what some of our listeners could definitely. come up with. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we should just start like our own memes of that, like Trump Yelps. That would be fun. All right, no one we, steal that. We had a chef. We did have a chef on it who cooked for it. Like well, David Burke has done the podcast and he. Has, has cooked a lot of well done steaks for Trump. Uh-huh. And, really? Uh huh. So that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't judge. I don't judge someone if they want their steak well done. Like, we're here to make people happy. That's right. You want to be on your iPad? You want to be tweeting <laughs> while you're eating your well done steak? That's right. fine with me. All, All right, right. So what 86. is Zach Palak on eighty uh, six? Maybe the term signature dish. Oh, yeah. nice. nice. Not a fan of that one. But what about your signature ranch dressing? <laughs> <laughs> your signature mozzarella sticks? No, no. So those are those things that are hap- those are good things that we might be right. known your for. Your signature but, chicken but sandwich. When, when someone asks you, oh, what's your, what, oh, you're a chef. What's your signature dish? Oh, or, gosh, uh, yes. What's your signature totally. dish here at this restaurant uh, at Elemento? Yeah. You know, it's like, that's a great one. That is the real. That's, that's so true. The, you just got to the core. You like yeah. just twisted that there because that is true. People do ask that question a lot. Yeah. What is what's what your signature dish? What do you do? What's your favorite dish? Even that. It's kind of idiotic. What do you like to Cook. What's your favorite thing to cook? It'd be like life? asking an architect, like, "What's your favorite room to design?" <laughs> yeah, it's not even like the stuff. Like, like you What's might be a modern animal? architect. You might be like Spanish colonial. Just like you might be like a modern chef. I might be more of an Italian chef. Whatever. But like, it would be like, "What's your what's what kind of windows do you like to install?" Right. Yeah, there's yeah. some people that they just don't. It's I, and I don't think for a lot of them, I don't think it's intentional. It's just like, what do I say to a chef? Here's a guy. Mm. He's yeah. not wearing a floppy hat. Like I wish they would say that. Like, <laughs> where's, like your hat? where's your floppy hat? Where's your toque? Like, where's at that? least that would then automatically let you know where they stand on how much they know about chefs, right. right? They'd be like, oh, you think chefs wear floppy hats? Okay, here's some ranch dressing for you. <laughs> Zach Pollock, you are a superstar dude. Thank, Thank you, you so much for uh, giving the podcast a lot of integrity by showing up. We're going to come head over to Cosa. Uh, Alimento, Cosa, uh, open all, all uh, every day? Cosa's open seven days and five lunches, and then Alimento's open every dinner but Monday. People want to learn more oh, about nice. you. Where? How can they like, – they, you, got a, you got a handle you want to drop or a, or a website? Or... Z Pollock. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Z Pollock. Z Pollock. You got to go – Z Pollock. Yeah. Z Pollock. It's, it's good you did the Z because you probably get a lot of Ks at the end of your name, right? With the Zach. Oh, right. Yeah, H, exactly. Yeah. 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 Z Pollock. There you go. Uh, at the end of the podcast, um, also it's time to say uh, thank you, of course, to all of our sponsors. Do us a favor. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and hit – uh, a five-star review on this. We're five stars, Zach Paul. That's fantastic. Five stars. It's the only five-star thing I've ever done in my life. There's over <laughs> 220 reviews. Uh, Amazing. So keep, this, keep it going for us. If you like ranch dressing, hit us up with a five-star review. Uh, listen, if, you, if you're not on Apple iTunes, just go on over to the Podcast One app. You could do the same thing there. Uh, write a little bit about us. Tell us what you like and what you don't like. Actually, don't tell us. Uh, don't tell us what we don't like, but do it in a DM. Hit us up in the DM <laughs> at Starving for the Number Four Pod. Uh, Zach Pollock, you're awesome. And until next week, stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. 
Hey, everyone. That was kind of an amazing show. I hope you liked it. So listen, uh, do us a favor. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app and subscribe. And even more so, uh, give us a review. We got five stars. Uh, so we got to keep it going and growing. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to our sponsors who make this all possible. Travel Portland in the house. Visit TravelPortland.com to start planning your trip. I already did uh, because you can in Portland. Of course, to TrueCar. Visit TrueCar for a better car buying experience. And thank you to you for listening today. We'll catch you next week. Stay hungry.